0: the Greek Medusa myth. In the city of Athens, there lived a maiden named Medusa. She was known for her gracefulness and beauty. Although Medusa was very proud of her beauty and didn't talk about much else. Medusa blabbed on and on about her allure and charm. She became more self-centered every day she bragged. She was in love with her reflection and you could barely find her not looking into a mirror. Medusa talked to anyone about her beauty whenever she got the chance. Then one day, she was invited to the Parthenon, a temple for the ruler of the city, Athena, goddess of wisdom and war. The temple contained many dazzling pieces of art, such as statues of Athena and other paintings of her as well. Everyone was appreciative of the artwork, but when Medusa spotted the sculptures, she thought she would make a much better subject. She thought if the artwork was of her, it would be so much more beautiful. She walked up to the altar and so said it was a shame that the artwork of the temples was wasted on Athena. Athena had overheard Medusa and was baffled to the statement. Athena was frustrated that Medusa did little work and boasted about her looks. Medusa was confused, for she thought she was doing the right thing by showing people her beauty and giving people a pretty face to look at. Athena did not agree. Athena decided that taking away Medusa's beauty would teach Medusa and others to reason their pride. Medusa stared back in the mirror and saw a different reflection this time. It was of a nasty woman with dirty snakes for hair Her skin was made of scales and her face deformed. Athena declared that if anyone saw Medusa's beauty, they would turn to stone at the sight of her face. If Medusa sees her own reflection, she too would turn to stone. Medusa was then sent to the caves with the blind Gorgon sisters at the edge of the earth to protect Athena's people from Medusa's misfortune. Many years after this incident, there was a new ruler, King Acrisius, He was a mean person and ruler to everyone, including his own daughter, Danye. An oracle was then sent to the king that he would be murdered by his grandson. In fear, he locked up his only child and ordered her to have no contact with any man. Unfortunately for Acrisius, he was unaware that Zeus, king of gods, had fallen in love with Danye. Zeus broke into Danye's chambers and impregnated her. She soon gave birth to her only son, Perseus. King Acrisius was very angry and sent the mother and child into a chest in the middle of the ocean. They found the island of Seraphis, and the people there set them free. The ruler of Seraphis was King Polydectes, and he asked Danie for her hand in marriage. He was rejected and made her his slave. Perseus came to the palace looking for his mother, and the king put him up to to a task if he wanted his mother back from his possession. The task was to bring back the head of Medusa. On his way to Medusa's caves, he met Athena and Hermes. They gifted him a sickle, a reflective shield, and flying sandals, and he was sent to the water nymphs. The water nymphs took pity and gave Perseus a helmet of invisibility. Perseus went to the caves and walked backward while looking into his reflective shield to find Medusa sleeping. He stayed invisible by wearing his special helmet and struck off her head with the golden sickle. He put the head in a bag and flew with his flying sandals back to King Polydectes' palace. The king did not believe that Perseus had really cut the head of Medusa, so he asked to see it. When Perseus showed the king the head, he knew it still held Athena's curse. King Polydectes turned to stone when he looked at Medusa's face, while Perseus stayed safe by closing his eyes. Dania was sent free and lived happily with her son. Perseus and Dania remained at the island of Seraphis in King Polydectes' silver gold. Thank you.